This is Future Talk. Future Talk. Future Talk with Omnial Saleh and Hany Balkis. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to Future Talk right here on Pulse 95. It is me, Hannibal Qais, with Omnia Saleh, bringing you everything you need to know about what's happening in the tech world, in the UAE, and all around the world. Ladies and gentlemen, today is Tuesday, the 19th of September, and you know the song by Green Day, Wake Me Up When <laughs> September Ends? I mean, September is my birth month, but uh, for me, I feel like... You should be excited about September. But September for me is a very weird month. It's a very slow month in general. In the past as well, September has never really been the greatest of months. It does feel like a very long month. How is it just 19th? It feels a little bit quicker than 19th, to be 100% honest with you. But we have something to celebrate in the month of September as yesterday, Mm -hmm. actually. uh, Dr. Sultan, the UAE's astronaut, has actually touched back down in the capital of the UAE, Abu Dhabi, on his welcome home, and he received a hero's welcome right here in the UAE. Yes, indeed. Today is also a day to celebrate because apparently it is Google's 25th birthday. And so today Google is turning 25 years old. We're going to be talking all about how this year they're actually going to be advancing their search and creating a much more uh, we could say innovative ai future how are they doing that we're going to be getting into the details of that in just a bit we're also going to be talking all about the woman in tech event that is actually going to be taking place right here uh, in Sharjah at the Sharjah innovation park that uh, the Sharjah research yes. technology and innovation park that is located in the heart of university city so it's going to be a very very packed event tomorrow starting at 9 30 a.m and we're going to be hosting a spokesperson that will be telling us all about what we should look forward to and what is the theme of this year's event. Yes, and uh, ladies and gentlemen, we're also talking about what's up and how they might start displaying ads in the chat list. And if that happens, 100 million thousand percent, a lot of people are not going to like the new way because let's be 100% honest with each other. We do not like advertisements. Ads uh, were used to be cool back in the day when we were on TV. Yeah. When we used to see things on TV. Oh, look at this uh, scrub daddy. You know, it used to be fun, used to be cool, but now ads are very, very annoying. And um, what's up it apparently is going to bring ads uh, to their chats, but a top executive has said a statement regarding this remark, and we're going to be telling you guys all about it. And to also add to that, actually, uh, yesterday I was on X. Believe it or not, I have made a little bit of a comeback to X just to check how things are going. And I saw a tweet or a post that said Elon Musk is considering making X fully payable. To use it, you need to pay. And today in the morning, it was deleted, the post. So it's either fake news or it's a leak. Who knows? I guess time will tell. But we will have the, the answer for you guys. Yes, indeed. In the world of weird tech, we're also talking all about the fashion innovator named Wong and how they've decided to create the world's first designer-led AI system. What makes it unique? How is it different? We're going to be telling you all that in just a bit. Lots and lots is in store right here on today's show. So keep us 95 locked and we'll be right back. Daily digital news. Bits and bytes connect our world. Your quick roundup on everything that is happening in the tech world in the UAE and all around the world. Yesterday was quite the monumental day because we actually welcomed home a hero of the UAE, the UAE astronaut that was actually able to accomplish the very first spacewalk as an Arab astronaut, as well as 
he went ahead and committed to a six-month long-haul mission. And so looking at it, he was welcomed with... There were so many celebrations uh, to mm-hmm. welcome him home, whether we're talking about the Emirate of Abu Dhabi, the Emirate of Al Ain, the Emirate of Sharjah. He was actually named yesterday right here in the Emirate of Sharjah as a personality of the year. And so mm-hmm. a lot of people have actually been very, very excited counting the moments until he landed. And at 5.30 p.m., everything was live streamed and the whole nation got to celebrate him. Yes, it was a very big monumental moment for the UAE and for the Arab world as we did see Dr. Sultan the touchdown right here at the capital of the UAE, Abu Dhabi, at 5.30 p.m. local time. Now, Dr. Al-Nayadi, after landing, was handed an Emirati flag that had been to space to Sheikh Mohammed bin Zayed Al-Nahyan, who is the president of the UAE. Now, Dr. Nayadi said he is thrilled to share the exciting news that our national flag has made it its way to space for the second time. But this time, it did venture beyond the confines of the space station. Now, Sheikh Mohammed said Dr. Nayadi's success represented a major milestone for the UAE. And I couldn't agree anymore because, again, ladies and gentlemen, this is a very big achievement, not only for the UAE, but for the Arab and Muslim world as a whole. And the UAE has pioneered its way into space and it shows that everyone, the whole Arab world should also follow suit. And also we did see how Saudi Arabia as well is planning to go to space as well. And in 2019, we had Hazza al-Mansouri being the first ever UAE uh, astronaut to go into space. And when we look at the welcome home for Dr. Sultan Niyadi, it was a grand reception for him. And it did include Emirati pupils in astronaut flight suits, giant screens spread across the terminal, and he even displayed portraits of the astronaut and messages of his homecoming. And his father and several of his actually six children did greet him as he did exit the aircraft, welcoming him back with hugs. And I believe a lot of you people have seen the video on social media. It's been placed plastered all over yeah. my feed. It's a very heartwarming and wholesome moment seeing again remember ladies and gentlemen before the six-month mission he was also in houston texas training for the mission so he had spent a very good amount of time away from his family and you know we have all of us you know we understand how hard it is not to be around family for such long periods of time but alhamdulillah and again it's a very big moment for the uae and i i, I say it with a smile on my face because 20, 30 years ago, you know, things were much, much different. And alhamdulillah, you know, we have reached heights we would never even imagine. And we've reached spaces we've never even imagined. That's exactly what Sultan Anyadi did say as well. He did say that his flight from Houston to Abu Dhabi was actually about the same duration as flying from outer space or from the International Space Station to Earth, but both offered very different views. The window was actually facing up, the window where he was seated in the capsule, in the Dragon capsule, and he was able to see the Milky Way, which uh, when he was younger, he actually used to see the Milky Way as well from his house in Al Ain, whenever there wasn't any light pollution. So it was definitely a very special experience for him to see his dream turning into reality. 4215, let us what are your, let us know what are your thoughts. Mm-hmm. Have you seen the uh, welcoming home of Dr. Sultan Al-Niyadi right here to the UAE? We'll be taking a very short break, but when we come back, we still have got lots and lots to share with you right here on the show. Yes, yeah, so we're going to leave you guys with a classic song, Owl City, Fireflies. This is Future Talk. Future Talk. Future Talk with Omni Al-Saleh and Hany Balkis.
Ladies and gentlemen, today is a very special day for Google as they have advanced their search for an AI future as it does celebrate 25 years on the World Wide Web. We gotta say happy birthday, Google. Happy birthday, Google. Yes, 25 years of being there when no one else was. 25 years of researching every single symptom you had <laughs> that you thought you were dying of a sickness. 25 years of winning debates, oh, of yeah. having instant <laughs> gratification of Google searching and finding the number Google one thing. Google said it, so it's right. Google said it, so it's right. 25 years of helping students graduate from school, from university. Now the question is, Omnia, without mm. Google, would you be no. able to graduate? No, a thousand percent. I mean, yes, professors and teachers, they're but people to thank, but like Google, come on. Do you remember that, put it into your brain, Omnia, that at one point in time, our forefathers used to open books and write down notes. Exactly. I, yeah. So and now we just Google it. We just Google it. We get our information very quick and easy. And that is the beauty about technology, ladies and gentlemen. But as Google does approach its 25th anniversary, it is looking to the next quarter of a century, the same day it did when it first started. And believing it will be able to change the world with technology. Only this time, what it envisions is far more advanced than it ever imagined all the way back in 1990. Whoa, people born in 1998 are 25? Yeah, it's I'm crazy. 25 years old. That I was born in 1998. <laughs> that is crazy. But we do look at how AI is emerging. And at the newest battleground in the technology arena, companies are jockeying for pole position. And when it comes to innovation, brought further into the limelight by generative AI. And that is the number one technological advancement and innovation we are looking at right now yes indeed i can't believe you know google was born the year i was born in that's that feels like something i should celebrate <laughs> well off air i'm gonna tell you a lot of things on me oh god okay the google's mission <laughs> was actually to organize the world's information and make it more universally uh, accessible and useful and that's definitely something that google has served looking at it the chief executive of google sundar pachai ha had actually uh, given a very heartfelt message on the ambitious vision that google has for the future they're planning to create a new kind of search engine that will help people make sense of the waves of information moving online and so Looking at it with AI, they have the opportunity to make Google become better on an even larger scale. Looking at it, AI will be the biggest technological shift that we see in our lifetime, and so it will be for Google itself. Biggest example, let's say, is generative AI, ChatGPT, BARD, and the like, because Google with its BARD service was actually able to go ahead and compete with OpenAI's ChatGPT. The company is also looking at creating dozens of trillions since the service was launched, and also uh, they're using their AI in a variety of products. A total of 127 products have actually been using generative AI, like Gmail, YouTube, the Android operating system, uh, which is a big rival to Apple's iPhones. And so 15 of these products each serve more than half a billion people and businesses, while six of them serve more than 2 billion users each. And so looking at it, you can just imagine the reach that Google has had in the past 25 years. And there is just so much more to come as we look at mm -hmm. the next 25 years, bringing more answers to some of our questions, but in more unique ways of delivery. Yes, and Google has done very big things. I mean, when they started off as a search engine all the way back in 1998 to acquiring YouTube in the year 2005. And again, Google has become a prime source of where we go when we need answers. 
Whether it's not Google search engine or Google Maps or even Google Docs, Google is embedded into our daily lives. And, you know, we see, we kind of forget how much we use Google. So happy birthday, Google, 25 years. And uh, again, we'll see what they have in store. But I always like to say something. And Omni knows what I like to say. No king rules, rules forever. forever. And I believe the king of search engines one day will be dethroned. And I believe the next top dog or the next king is going to be Bing AI. But the question is to you guys, 4215. Let us know your guys' thoughts on what you think about Google or tell us one of your funny Google stories. We are taking a short break and when we come back, we're talking all about what's up and how they're going to start displaying ads in their chat list. But a top executive has said a statement regarding these rumors. Daily Digital News. Bits and bytes connect our world. Yes, we're talking all about different tech events taking place right here in the Emirate of Sharjah. As tomorrow, we're looking at a galaxy of women achievers and entrepreneurs from across the globe and the region discussing the women's vital role when it comes to sustainability and sustainable innovation at the Women in Tech Forum, an awards event that will be taking place at the Sharjah Research, Technology and Innovation Park. This is the fourth edition of the event, and every single edition has been more magical than the one before. Joining us to tell us all about it is Abdul Qadir Atiyah, Additive Manufacturing Lead at the Sharjah Research, Technology and Innovation Park. Thank you so much for joining us. Thanks for having me back, guys. Always a pleasure to be here. <laughs> it's great to have you on. And again, uh, tomorrow is a very big event. Can you tell us a little bit about the event, what time it starts and, you know, the flow of it? So the idea of the event is that it's going to be tomorrow, Wednesday, September 20th. It's going to run all day from 9.30 a.m. up until 3 o'clock. Mm -hmm. So the idea is that this event is going to showcase many different women in the STEM field. Mm -hmm. uh, our chairperson, Sheikh Badur, she'll be in attendance as well, handing out uh, some of the key awards to the different speakers and the different uh, brilliant women that uh, are in this field. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. And speaking mm -hmm. of speakers, how many speakers will be present tomorrow? So we're looking around, looking at around 16 speakers will be there tomorrow discussing a wide range of different topics and discussions um, related to STEM field, uh, uh, to STEM, e-commerce, mm -hmm. business, and so on and so forth. Uh, there are many big names. Uh, we've seen mm -hmm. Fatima Al-Kaabi, who is the youngest innovator right here in exactly, the UAE. Exactly. Yep, she, she'll be there tomorrow. Um, Dr. Ibtisam Al-Mazrou'i, uh, Dr. Engineer Saudi Shamsi, who is mm -hmm. the first female first aircraft, aircraft engineer. engineer. So a lot of big names. So definitely mm -hmm. an event that we should all be very excited about. Yes, and I mean, we're looking at how sustainability is a big focus at the event tomorrow. Uh, how is it highlighted through innovation? So as, as we all know here, what's going on, the big event of the year in the country is COP28. Yes. So we really are leaning into that in terms of uh, the theme of this year's event, especially showcasing a lot of different startups, a lot of different women specifically in that field to kind of give them a platform to showcase what they're doing, to highlight exactly where they're going forward and helping the country drive the sustainable initiative mm -hmm. going forward. Now, I want to ask you, is the public able to go to the event? So, yeah, definitely. Anyone can come to the event. It's uh, totally free and it's open for everyone. You can just come in and see some of the talks, listen into some of the talks by some of these brilliant women, look mm -hmm. at the activities, network with different companies as well. It's really the main idea is that it's open for everyone. Anyone can come in. What kind of sponsors or companies are going to be uh, there tomorrow? So some of our sponsors are BIA. BIA have sponsored the event. We're looking at National Paints as Amazing. well, Emirates NBD, um, 
um, amongst others. Big names. A lot of big names coming yeah. in tomorrow. Amazing. Absolutely. Now, uh, looking at it, the Sharjah Research Technology and Innovation Park, it's located in the heart of you know, University exactly. City. And so we've seen many editions of this event. This is the fourth edition. What makes it special? What makes it different from all the other past events? So really, it's about scale. Mm-hmm. This year's event, we've done at a scale that we've never done before, uh, especially with the number of speakers, the size of the event, the time. We really haven't done this throughout the entire day before. It's usually been kind of an hour, two hour talk, but this is the first time we really hone in and expand that aspect of showcasing or giving these brilliant women a platform to speak and to show how, to show exactly mm-hmm. what they're doing mm-hmm. in their field. So so really one word is scale. Mm. So, so is this the biggest event the park has ever done? Um, I hope so. <laughs> <laughs> we hope so too. One of the biggest. <laughs> One of the it biggest. definitely is. No, uh, it, it really is great. I, I've seen the behind the scenes, what the what the team is hard at work. Mm-hmm. Even right now, this very second, they're still putting everything up. Mm-hmm. And uh, everyone's in for a great show tomorrow. I'm yeah. really excited about what our team's done. Absolutely. Sure. It's going to start early at 9.30 a.m. And just like you've mentioned, uh, Abdul Qadir, they are touching upon a very important topic, which is sustainability. So in addition to that, what global issues will they be addressing at the event as well? So really, um, it, since the main focus at SITIP is technology and research and innovation, it's in the name, it's really focusing on driving women in STEM and mm-hmm. allowing them mm-hmm. to have more possibilities in these fields because there are really great women working in that area and working in that field and uh, they would usually have some different introspectives than other Mm -hmm. people that um, work in that same area so they would have different experiences different approaches different ideas so the main idea is listening in to them and seeing how what their experiences were like what advice they would give to to younger women who are planning to go into this field Mm -hmm. so this is really what makes this event special because no one else is really kind of giving these women a platform to be able to speak within the region. We're happy that we're the ones who are spearheading this. Mm. You're, you're 100% right. And again, when we look at the population of the UAE, it's mm. 50% women, especially when it does come to the population of the local yep. community. 50% women, 50% men. And we do need to highlight that, you know, going into the STEM, uh, you know, sector is a very viable and anyone or any woman can get into it. And that brings me to the question about how do you believe this event will contribute to the advancement of women and their empowerment right here in the UAE. So I think usually uh, from from my point of view, it's mainly about who's going to be attending, the mm-hmm. listeners. Because mm-hmm. mm-hmm. really you're, you're, you're getting the opportunity to be able to listen to women in great positions in different sectors, mm-hmm. whether it's mm-hmm. STEM, whether it's e-commerce, whether it's manufacturing. It's uh, It's a chance for these women to be able to give some pieces of advice or or a plan of action for younger girls or younger women that really don't know exactly what they want to do with their future, their careers, or how exactly they want to go into it. So really it's a chance for them to kind of have a, listen to a mentor speak, Mm -hmm. listen to Mm -hmm. someone Mm -hmm. telling them exactly what they should do, where they should go, and how these women have got into the positions they were. I think it's going to be very informative for them, and it's really, really going to be something very enjoyable. No, I, I completely agree 100%. You know, for someone or uh, for a woman to go and see someone like them up on stage talking about their success is going to motivate not only uh, the youth, but also older people as well, because we know that age is just a number and you can do anything exactly. at any given moment in time. And uh, right here on Future Talk, we would like to thank, you know, Sharjah Research Technology and Innovation Park 
for having this stage for women in tech and to show the world and the UAE that women can do anything if they put their mind to it, just like any other human being. Absolutely. Abdul Qadir, you have been definitely exciting all of us for the event tomorrow. It's an open door to listen to all the different women in tech, their experiences and the lessons they've learned. Thank you so much for joining us. Thanks and a lot for having me again, guys. We'll see you tomorrow, you. 9.30, early see in the morning. You, see, you there. <laughs> see you tomorrow. And ladies and gentlemen, if you'd like to attend the event at the Sharjah Research Technology and Innovation Park, just like he said, it's free. So why not? Pulse 95. Apps all around. What's worth a click and download? Ladies and gentlemen, very big and unfortunate news happening to WhatsApp as WhatsApp is going to start displaying ads in the chat list. And that is the topic for this segment as there has been news all over the interwebs whether or not ads will now be displayed when you're having a conversation on the number one messaging platform in the world, WhatsApp. <clears throat> now, after this news, the top executive has responded. And today on the show, we're going to be telling you guys what he said. But let me give you a type of roller coaster. Mm. He said it's, it's false. He said he denied it. And, uh, you know, he denied the report that... What uh, a cliffhanger. Yeah, cliff. He denied the report that Meta Platforms uh, was exploring advertisements uh, to boost its revenue. Now, uh, we did see the new feature channels. By the way, Omnia, how is channels working for you? It's not working. I can't Why? access it. I, I'm, I'm late to get the update. Uh, I have channels, believe it or not. Do and, you like uh, it? Yes, because I like to follow uh, news. And I have followed, actually, Barq al-Emirat, okay. UAE Barq, mm. and, and a lot of news agencies right here in the UAE. I feel like I'm left behind. Well, you're not because, uh, you know, I don't have notifications open for it. So I have to actually. But, you know, it's the most uh, funniest thing ever. What? Or the coolest thing ever you, that you can react. Oh, my God. So yeah, have, they talked about so that. You have like, said, yeah. So you have people who have a like, laughing face, a crying face. And it's so funny because sometimes, you know, there's new, some news is just oh weird, right? And uh, it's just it's just funny to see. But I, I like the feature so far. And, you know, I did. I did not believe that as we're going to be, uh, you know in the chat well a lot of people have actually been enjoying them and uh Hani being one of them he likes the feature but what's what's interesting about this recent leak we may say uh with whatsapp is it might just follow the footsteps of what we've seen with um twitter or x now called with a lot of other platforms as revenue drops they start relying more on let's say advertising to gain more revenue or to make more money and so uh, even though the head of WhatsApp, who goes by the name Will Cathcart, he did say on uh, the social media platform X, formerly known as Twitter, that the story is false. They aren't doing this. Funny that he had to announce that on their rival platform, X. Um, but the report did say that teams at Meta are discussing whether to show ads in lists of conversations with contacts on the WhatsApp chat screen. But no final decisions have been made just of yet. And so Meta is going to be uh, charging. They're also contemplating whether or not they want to charge a subscription fee to use the app ad free, which I think that would be a recipe for disaster. WhatsApp is a free application making it, you know, putting a price tag on it just so that you can get a, an ad free uh, app is just it's sad. You know what I'm sick of, Omnia? What? Subscriptions. Oh yeah. Sick of subscribing. So sick of every month I'm getting uh, you know messages from my bank that you know uh, your payment has went through. You have been subscribed one more time. When is things going to stay free? But hopefully WhatsApp does stay free. 
And uh, again, they're going they're going to lose a lot of customers if they do make it paid, or if they put in advertisements. Because again, what's up is connecting us with our delivery drivers, mm-hmm. right? I don't think a delivery driver is going to pay uh, to use what's up. But again, uh, four two one five, ladies and gentlemen, let us know what you guys think. But this does mark the end of Future Talk for today. But we'll see you guys tomorrow, and tomorrow, inshallah, we will have a jam-packed show, as tomorrow uh, we will be covering the event that we just talked about at the Sharjah Research Technology and Innovation Park. But Omni and I will see you guys tomorrow. Same time, same place, only here on Pulse. 95. This is Future Talk. This is Future Talk. www.s and more. It's Pulse 95.